This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Yes, tis us once again. Back at it for another day. It is uh, 32 degrees in downtown Boise. Not a lot of fog. Should be a good commute to work. We'll keep you updated. Debbie has the uh, traffic updates throughout the day. I I did notice there was a lot more traffic as of uh, this morning than yesterday morning at the same time. I couldn't understand it. And apparently... Everybody's headed to the gym. (laughs) No, apparently yesterday was a holiday. Uh, It was? I had no... Banks were closed. Okay. Um, I don't know if mail ran yesterday or not. January 2nd? When did January 2nd? Remember we told you that our, we, our prep service uh, didn't yeah, work? They One weren't going to come back until the 3rd, right. And uh, my wife and I were talking about this and talking about traffic. She was and also talking about uh, our dog, um, that she couldn't get a hold of uh, a bunch of people to put the uh, alert out because she said yesterday was a holiday. And I'm like, what is January? Th- I, I get January or January second. I, I get January first, but I wonder if there's a lot of people that get it's like Christmas Eve and Christmas, so they get Chris, New Year's Eve and New Year's off, so that if New Year's Eve falls on a Sunday, you get the following yeah, but, but day Jan- after but, that off. But, but well, but New Year's Day was on a Monday. New Year's Eve was on a Sunday, though. Right, but Monday is Recovery Day. But I'm wondering if. Some people do like, you know, they give Christmas Eve and Christmas off. Yeah. And instead, now where it fell on the weekend, you get the following two days off. I I mean, I'm telling you that traffic was amazingly light yesterday morning. Mm. Um, And so, I mean, there were a lot of people who obviously had the day off. And I know schools are not yet back in session. Uh, I don't believe they get back until um, next week for the most part. Same with colleges and all that. But uh, the difference. in traffic yesterday and morning, uh, this morning were was amazing. So, um, I guess yesterday possible death. I mean, if you, if you, if you noticed, even our phones and the amount of phone calls that we get here at the radio station were pretty light. We're pretty light yesterday. It was like it was like a, a kind of a holiday day. So, uh, I guess everybody gets back to work today. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> if you, have, I'm curious if you had the day off. If it was a holiday yesterday, mm-hmm. um, let us know and let us know what this new holiday is because we need to tell our bosses about it. We should have had. We should have been off until today. This should have been our first day back. This maybe, should be our welcome back day. Maybe it's not quite as New Year's Day. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Beats the heck out of me. Or New Year's Day after. I guess. Uh, phone lines are open uh, this morning, 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-5264. That's nothing new. We're not doing something new this year that we haven't done in the past years. Uh, email Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com, um, and you can also text, same as our main number. Uh, we'll continue to take your phone calls, uh, especially since apparently a lot of people were off yesterday. Predictions for 2024. It's amazing because a couple of predictions have already come true. I mean, it's only the second day that we started taking predictions. One person called, you remember yesterday, and, and predicted that by the end of the year, the Republicans might not have a majority in the House. 
Oh, and somebody resigned. So another Republican resigned yeah. yesterday, and they will leave in three weeks. So another Republican will be leaving. We'll talk about that this morning. I predicted this wasn't a New Year's prediction. I predicted this a, a week or so before Christmas. I said that there was no way Claudine Gray, president of Har- Harvard University, gay. Would, or gay, yeah. sorry, gay would uh, keep her job. I said there was absolutely no yeah, way. She resigned yesterday, too. And she resigned yesterday. And I think it has more to do because Harvard backed her up after her appearance in Congress, said there was nothing wrong with uh, her appearance in, in front of the hearing, even though she didn't out and outright say that there is policy that would ban people from anti-Semitism. Yeah. Uh, it would depend on the context uh, yada, yada, yada. They backed her with that. And then it started coming out that there were um, plagiarism issues. And then yesterday, uh, not yesterday, day before yesterday, on Monday, six more charges of plagiarism uh, came out. And I, I think that was the final straw where Harvard said, all right, we can't make it through this. So you are going to make history as the shortest term president in Harvard history. Six months. Six months is all she was there. And we'll talk more about this because uh, now it's claiming that the only reason she's no longer there is uh, it's racist. I asked somebody yesterday, uh, they were talking about it, and I said, can you name any other president in the history of Harvard? And they couldn't. Not one? No. Apparently they'd never seen a social network? I guess not. Because that, that's the one I can name. Well, it's got that guy in it, but I don't Larry know Larry Summers. Is that it? Larry Summers? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And the only, the only, and partially was, the only reason I know is because he worked in the Trump administration. Well, and um, in in the movie, it's funny because the Winklevoss twins come to him and he's like, "Is this necessary? You're kind of wasting my time. Go away." <laughs> you know, he just gave him attitude like, "I don't care about your business." Yeah. <laughs> uh, turns out it uh, ended up being kind of a big business. Oh yeah. So oh. and the Winklevoss twins. I mean, they were rich before they went to Harvard, but now they're richer. They're not rich like uh, Zuckerberg rich, but they're still, you know. Well, yeah, and they're not. They're still quite well off. They're, yeah, they're they're not. They didn't get. I mean, they made money off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, not the type of money that well, Zuckerberg they, made. They, they made their they money a, now. They had a settlement. They, yeah, you know, because they, they they still maintained it was their basic idea. Yeah. Um, they've made millions and millions of more um, by going into cryptocurrency. So um, they've put together a bunch of cryptocurrency businesses. Yeah. Um, I, they may even have something to do with Coinbase. I'm, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they continued well, in, you know, in the, putting in the, together tech companies and have made billions of dollars. In, in, the, movie, in the movies, they looked like um, two Harvard jocks who uh, were trying to start a dating service for women who <laughs> wanted to date men from Harvard. Like, what, you guys can't get a date? Well, in... You know, quite frankly, they were two Harvard jocks. <laughs> yeah, they were potential Olympic athletes. Well, they were. Yeah, so they, they were. Uh, they rode. And I don't know. I've never seen an actual real picture of the Winklevosses. If they don't look exactly like Army, if Hammer. they're as good looking, I mean, Army Hammer is a good looking dude, right? Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable enough in my manliness to be able to say that and. Not he's, cast, he's, cast aspersions. He's a little weird, but yeah, he's not bad looking. Yeah. So I, but I don't know uh, if the uh, two, and I can't remember their first names, if the uh, Cameron, I think, was oh, one um, of them. I don't remember what the other Winkin one was. Winkin and Blinken, I think. Is that what it was? I don't know. Cameron was one of them. <laughs> Cameron was one of them. Um, so um, 
anyway, those are a couple of things that we'll be talking about uh, throughout this this morning. Like I said, if you want to predict, and this can be any predictions whatsoever, whether it's local, national, you want to make a prediction on the presidential race. A presidential race, basically, for all intents and purposes, right now is down to three. Uh, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, and Donald Trump. And the reason I say that is because the next debate, which is here in another week, um, there are only going to be two people on the stage. There can be three, but Donald Trump is not taking part. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, he will um, host his own town hall that night. Uh, the next debate is taking place on CNN, and Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are the only two that have made the threshold to be on. Vivek Ramaswamy is not happy about it. He said he is probably going to be holding his own town hall. So you have your choice of watching a town hall with Vivek Ramaswamy. Hey, Ramaswamy, just go hold your own. You have Donald Trump, or you can watch the CNN debate. They will all happen at exactly the same times on exactly the same night. And I'm going to have to schedule it just perfect so I miss all of them. You know, you you can say you can miss all of them. However, mm-hmm. and it's like me. It's like I don't want to watch this stuff. Unfortunately, it's part of my job. Yeah, but then the news comes. I need on. To no know. highlights. No. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless phone lines. Like I said, are open. It's time for a check on our first sports update of the morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Not only a great place to get breakfast, but free breakfast this week because we are giving away $50 gift certificates to Pork Belly and Cuna. Who knows? Maybe you got a free gift certificate from one of our sweet deals because of the Christmas holiday. You can use that, but definitely listen in. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question for a $50 gift certificate coming up at 820 this morning. Veteran NFL running back Dalvin Cook and the New York Jets have mutually parted ways heading into the final week. Weekend of play this season. The Jets are 6 and 10. Their season will end Sunday against the Patriots. Cook today will attempt to sign with a team going to the playoffs. The 28 year old signed a one year deal with the Jets in August, but this season has, he has only gained 214 yards with no touchdowns. Teams that have so far expressed some interest in signing Cook include the Cowboys, Ravens, Dolphins, Browns, and 49ers. The Boise State women's tennis team has a new signee. Her name is Masa Virient. She is from Slovenia and has been in training at the Piatti Tennis Center in Italy the past year. Virient has played in four tournaments as a member of the Slovenian national team. That's sports. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, Once again, we're into the uh, third day of the new year, second day for our show. Talked a a little bit, let you share yesterday your predictions for 2024, and I don't care what you're predicting. Um, You could have a list of things if you want to predict, because right now, no matter what you predict, you're right till the end of the year, and we can look back and say, all right, who was uh, the best at uh, soothsaying? We did have somebody uh, yesterday who uh, said that they they predicted that the Republicans would lose the advantage in the House uh, this year. Uh, came a little closer to reality on that prediction on the heels of former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's departure from Congress. Representative Bill Johnson of Ohio, Republican, is planning uh, an earlier-than-expected departure. As a matter of fact, he's going to leave a couple of weeks from right now to become president of Youngstown State University. 
Johnson's resignation will leave House Republicans down yet another vote as they try to pass key spending bills with a very thin majority. (laughs) Republicans will be down to just 219 seats to Democrats 213. So he's leaving to be head penguin. Yeah. Johnson formally submitted his letter resignation yesterday, according to uh, a letter sent out by the Youngstown Board of Trustees. Peterson said Johnson's resignation will take effect on January 21st, and he will begin work at the university on the next day. Youngstown, this was news to Youngstown University, by the way. (laughs) Um, They thought he was not going to be there until March, but they said they're very happy to have him early. Johnson's planned exit, by the way, is uh, coming amid a historic deluge of retirements from House members in both parties. At least two dozen Democrats and more than a dozen Republicans planning to leave Congress this year. I don't understand why they don't enjoy it. Well, wait. uh, Yes, I do. Yeah, I think you kind of do. A lot of them say that they've uh, cited burnout. From all the chaos recently mm-hmm. and longstanding dysfunction in Congress as key factors. Johnson was also, by the way, a McCarthy supporter, uh, lamenting the former Speaker's ouster in October, saying uh, the House should have never um, got rid of McCarthy. Brian Higgins, a Democrat from New York, planning to step down to take a row at Performing Arts Center in his Buffalo-based district, and a special election to replace former Representative George Santos, who, by the way, didn't resign. He was kicked out. He was expelled last month. Uh, that will take yeah, place they, on February 13th. He said to Santos, hey, do the decent thing. And he said, what? Screw you. I don't do that. <laughs> I didn't do nothing wrong. You can't kick me out. A lot Here's, of the things Usually I, that line, by the yeah. way, is followed by, you can't kick me out. I quit. Uh, but you, you, I, you can't kick me out. I'm not quitting. He said, hey, you know, a lot of the things I say are true. <laughs> you just you just are calling out the bad stuff yeah, exactly. that I did. There's, there's a oh, lot of sure. good stuff I think I did, too. Oh, sure. Bring up all the lies. Yeah. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Take a break. News coming up here next. You want to get through uh, by email? Easy to do, too. Chris at KBOI.com. Mike at KBOI.com. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. 632. 32 degrees in downtown Boise. Thanks for listening in. Happy New Year to you. If this is the first day uh, back and you're listening in, I know we wished a lot of people Happy New Year yesterday, but apparently for some people, yesterday was also <laughs> a holiday, you yeah. lucky bastages. Still, I'm uh, waiting for uh, somebody to call in and say what the holiday was, because I can't figure it out, but a lot of banks were closed yesterday. I don't know. I, I didn't check my mail, so I don't know if mail ran yesterday or not. Maybe it's Lawrence Welk Day. Who knows? One, two. Uh, anyway, uh, I want to give us a call. You can get through. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. A couple of uh, emails uh, to get one from Craig. <laughs> Apparently, Nate Shellman must have had a, a new intro for 2024 for his show yesterday. Um, he writes in, and, and by the way, Nate is also on this uh, email stream, says, uh, did you steal the new show opener from the morning show? It sounds a lot like theirs, and I know you steal things from them a lot, so just wondering. <laughs> hmm. Thanks for having our back, Chris. Yes. Did you, Let's uh, Craig, keep Nate did you honest. Hear did you hear it? I have not heard oh. it. I, got a, I knew he had a new one because uh, I had heard... Uh, or I'd seen a post on Facebook mm-hmm. that he had put out there that he can't couldn't wait to hear it because uh, Sophie, his producer, had put it together and did not play it for him before it actually ran on the show. 
So I knew he had a new one just because he was bragging about it on his uh, Facebook But you don't page. know if it's ever going to play twice. I'm guessing it's a continuous show opener. So every day at 3.05 when he starts his show that uh, you're, you're going to hear it. But I haven't had a chance to hear it. When Sophie gets in a little bit later this morning, I'll have her let us, let us hear it. But she was the one that put together all of our Festivus mm-hmm. uh, stuff for us just before the, uh, we took off for the holidays. So she does a fantastic job. So um, we'll wait to uh, a little bit later this morning to see if it does indeed sound like something that uh, he stole from us. But thank you, Craig, for letting us know. Um, Lisa wrote in, uh, wanted to know an update on uh, our puppy that we are unfortunately mm. still missing. Oh. So we put it out. Thank you to everybody, by the way, who uh, shared this. Good grief. Um, so thankful. I hope that this ends up working. Um, you know, we called all the uh, rescue places yesterday, veterinary places, just to put the word out in case somebody tried to come in and find out if it was chipped. We paid to boost the advertising on a lost pet website yesterday. So um, first of all, thank you to everybody who shared it. For the rest of you who kept having it come up on your Facebook post, I apologize. Uh, but we had a lot of people who were sharing it, and unfortunately, no, we have not found Bailey yet. Mm. She is a black and tan Yorkie, weighs about probably six pounds. Um, she's very friendly, timid. She'll come to you if you call, and you'll know her if you had to flip her over. She has an amazing overbite. You would literally <laughs> say she's a dork dog. Um, so, um, but she's very friendly. She she will come and. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing is there's only two things that could have happened here. And we live out kind of in an area that has a lot of coyotes. So she either got in the short time that she was out to go to the bathroom, um, you know, got picked up by a coyote, or I'm choosing to believe that somebody saw her somewhere and picked her up and took her mm-hmm. with them well, in, it was, in the car. It was New Year's Eve, and she got sp- spooked by yeah. the, uh, Fire, the fire. fireworks. Is, I mean, because usually right. she goes out and comes immediately back going, get me in, it's too damn cold for me to be out here. Um, but And then when I went out to look for her, I heard fireworks going off, and I went, crap. And usually we can immediately get her back just by whistling and calling, and she'll come back immediately. Um, this is the first time that, I mean, we saw nothing. We spent over two hours neighborhood mm-hmm. around the neighborhoods looking people in our neighborhood uh, were looking so i choose to believe and by the way I, I i don't i really don't believe a coyote got her because i don't think there was going to be a coyote within 15 miles of our neighborhood because of the amount oh, of the fireworks, fireworks are going yeah. off so uh, I, I don't think that happened so i really think that somebody out there somewhere has her and go look a cute dog and we have a new puppy or whatever but if if you want to check out what she looks like you can go to my personal facebook page uh, you can search for Mike Casper, and it's spelled with a K, K-A-S-P-E-R, and the picture is there, and I'd appreciate it if you share it, because we'd love love to get her back, uh, have our fingers crossed. KBOI News Time is 636. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Dow ended up uh, being up yesterday, by the way. Um, even though we started out uh, right at the bottom of the hour when the uh, stock market opened, being down 200 points, it did end up in the green. NASDAQ was down, however, over 200 points. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on things today. Is the uh, Christmas rally, uh, Santa Claus rally over, which usually is the last few days, mm-hmm. last five days of the year, and then the first two days of the next year. So if we don't see a turnaround in the stock market today, uh, not a real Santa rally. And right now, Dow futures are down 100 points. All three uh, indexes down. Uh, S&P is down 16. 
NASDAQ uh, down 76. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates coming up here uh, about your money in about 45 minutes, as we usually do. Also, still taking your predictions uh, for those of you who are back to work and back listening, like you usually do to the Casper and Chris show. You still have a chance to make your predictions in 2024. Uh, Paul and Nample listening on 670 AM. What's your prediction? What was the question? Prediction for what? Football? For 2024. Oh, my prediction? Yeah. As far as the... uh I think we've got our work cut out for us as far as Republicans are concerned. I think the polls are kind of a scam. It could be a false sense of security that you're running real high and that you can't be touched and nobody can reach you. Hmm. So I, I have a concern about that. Um, I think AI is going to play a pivotal role in the Democrats' way with the uh, with the outcome. I hate to say that, but I think it's going to play a pivotal role. AI, huh? I, I think so, yeah. Mm. The, what they're able to do with what I've known them to be able to do, um, it's it's very easy for them to get away with it. I I just, I have my, I have my druthers as far as trusting uh, the polls, and I think that's how they're going to test it out and bring them down as fast as they can without it being noticed. And, uh you know, I'm hopeful, but I definitely would like to see a Republican in the White House if, if we're relegated to a gruesome Newsom or Biden or any of the crew over there. We're in big, big trouble, even more so than we are right now. All right. Thank you for your predictions. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, by the way, Derek made a prediction yesterday that we poo-pooed um, about uh, Michelle Obama. And then I go home yesterday and I read uh, an op-ed that said that the plan is for Biden to win the nomination and then force him out after he's got the nomination and replace Uh, him with a what with a Michelle Obama and uh, Gavin Newsom as vice president. uh, What was the uh, source of of that op-ed? I can't remember right off the top of my head. Was it BS.com? Because no, (laughs) no. And like hey, I said, it's opi- it's opinion. It is just opinion. Ah. Uh, but I found it interesting that we called BS on him predicting the Michelle Obama. And it's like, here it was six hours re- later, and I'm reading an op-ed saying that that's going to be the plan of uh, Democrats. I do have a nickname, by the way. Oh, Nostradamus. We, uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Your, your nickname, by the way, is not anywhere close to that. It starts with a B, not an N. I still don't think your prediction is going to come true. All right. Time for another check on what's going on with sports. Once again, brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly and Cuna. They are open in 15 minutes. Want to get your day started off right? Definitely get in for breakfast. Don't have time for breakfast. Don't forget the coffee drive through The Boise State women's basketball team hosts Nevada tonight at Extra Mile Arena. Tip-off is 6.30. The Broncos are 9-5 and overall, 0-1 in conference. They are 7-0 and at home. Boise State opened Mountain West play Saturday, losing to Wyoming 61-47 in Laramie. The Wolfpack, 6-8 and overall. Also 0-1 in conference, they lost at home to New Mexico Saturday, 69-59. If you saw the Washington-Texas football playoff Monday, the one also known as the Sugar Bowl, you may have seen the Huskies running back Dylan Johnson being helped off the field in the fourth quarter with what appeared to be a serious foot injury. Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb now says Johnson is expected to play against Michigan Monday night in the national championship game. 
Grubb says Johnson aggravated an existing foot injury, but X-rays taken at the Superdome, where uh, the Super or the Sugar Bowl is played, were negative for any structural damage. That's sports for your Google Play. Simply say, "Hey Google, play 670 KBOI." Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. When asked at a hearing last month whether calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard's harassment rules, Claudine Gay told GOP Congresswoman and Harvard alum Elise Stefanik. It depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. In the wake of the panned performance, Harvard's governing body strongly stood by Gay. But after weeks of scrutiny and allegations that she plagiarized her academic work, Harvard's first black president says she's stepping down, so the focus isn't on one individual. Stephen Portnoy, ABC News. Yesterday, Harvard University President Claudine Gay, first black leader in the nation's most prestigious university, announced her uh, resignation. Yesterday afternoon, in a message to the Harvard community, Harvard's provost, Dr. Alan Garber, will serve as interim president. Her brief tenure is uh, an anomaly at uh, Harvard University, where presidencies often span upwards of a decade. Previous shortest tenure as Harvard president was Cornelius Conway Felton. And the fact that his name is Cornelius tells you that it hasn't happened any time recently. Uh, This was back in uh, 1860. He served two years. That was the shortest term before uh, Gay's six-month term, um, and he passed away. Uh, of a heart condition in 1862. That's why his was so short. Um, I don't think if, and I know there were a lot of people calling for her resignation right after the hearings that took place with the presidents of MIT, Harvard, and Penn. Uh, let's go ahead. For those of you who didn't hear it or maybe don't remember, uh, this was the questioning that uh, went on on Capitol Hill during that hearing. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? Targeted as an individual. Targeted as, at an individual. It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. When it and is it anti-Semitic con- rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, that is actionable conduct, and we do take action. So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? Again, it depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board. I, I truly believe is if this was the only thing going on, she probably would still have her job because even she was my favorite person in that conversation. If in that that you, which oh you didn't like the questions that she was being asked. No, I just thought she was a a rude. Uh, let's see what word should I use? No, there isn't a word I can use. Oh, okay. 
Well, some people thought that... You I know, just went through eight words, and none of them can be said <laughs> on the radio. Um, I think if that truly were the only thing... And by the way, she is the second president that has had to step down because of the way they answered those questions in front of Congress. Um, MIT president, um, so far as not... Um, trying to get her name, Cornbluth, um, Sally Cornbluth. Um, some people believe that she will likewise step down because she answered the same questions the same way the other two presidents did. Uh, however, MIT president uh, is still receiving uh, support from the university's board, full and unreserved support over her appearance. So as of right now, there are no calls. And, and I, I don't think that Claudine Gay, because she, right after this, was receiving support from Harvard University and the Board of Regents, if it weren't for something else that was going on, she would probably still have her job. And that something else going on is something that we talked about. It's why I made the prediction last year that there was no way she was going to keep her job, Mm -hmm. and that was because of the charges of plagiarism. And I think the final straw came Monday, um, and she, she announced her retirement yesterday. Uh, the final straw came Monday when she was hit with new charges. I think there were seven new charges of plagiarism um, that came out on Monday. Charges have uh, not been previously reported before Monday. Um, in a 2001 article, Gay lifts nearly half a page of material verbatim from another scholar, David Cannon, a political science professor at the University of Wisconsin. The article entitled The Effect of Minority Districts and Minority Representation on Political Participation in California includes some of the most extreme and clear-cut cases of plagiarism yet. At one point, it said Gay borrows four sentences from Cannon's 1999 book, Race, Redistricting, and Representation. Mm-hmm. Which you can do if you All you have to do is say, yeah. Attribution. Yeah. That's, that's all you have to do. And by the way, the reason why I didn't think she would keep her job is because as a student at Harvard University, if you get caught plagiarizing somebody, you're immediately kicked out. I don't know why you would hold a president in, of the university to a in, less standard. In academia, it is a very important uh, transgression. Yeah. Now, it's interesting. This this is the interesting part to me. Um, Gay's decision, of course, triggered a large part by an academic plagiarism scandal. Um, but there's a lot of backlash now um, from some that say that this is racism. Abram X. Kendi defend Gay's calls for plagiarism and allegations, a mask for racism. Abram X. Kendi, director of Boston University's Center for Anti-Racist Research, condemned Claudia Gay's exit from Harvard as a product of anti-black attacks made by a racist mob. In a series of tweets posted on X, Kendi said allegations of plagiarism by Gay were just a way to justify removing her from a leadership role, the allegations allowed racist critics to deny they were judging Gabe by her race, he said. The questions to assess whether this is racist attack isn't whether Dr. Gay engaged in any misconduct, Kendi wrote. The question is whether all these people would have investigated, surveilled, harassed, written about, and attacked her in the same way if the Harvard president in this case would have been white. Hmm. I said the same thing last month. I said hard to prove one way or the other. 
I, I said the same thing last month. If this was a white man who was serving as president, he would have he would have already been forced to resign. That was my personal opinion. Yeah. His opinion is that if he if this if Claudine Gay was not a black woman, she wouldn't have been forced to resign. I, I don't agree with that. I, I if you have you're considered Harvard is considered one of, if not the most prestigious university in our nation, right? Well, it's number one. It's the oldest and uh, still hardest to get into. If you have code of conduct that said if you are caught plagiarizing, you are immediately dismissed from Harvard University as a student, like I said, I, I just don't think that you can say, well, the, the president can do it because she's not a student even though some of it took place while she was a student. Mm. By the way, uh, she claims that it was not plagiarism. She said that it was unattributed, duplicative language, whatever the hell that means. Duplicative? Yeah. That, uh, that, that's kind of what plagiarism that's is. A, I thought that was the definition of plagiarism. I mean, <laughs> some, some people believe that if you haven't stolen an idea or, you know, a, a slant for an idea or something like that, that it's not plagiarism if you just use a few words here and there. But uh, it, it, it is if you don't give it uh, proper attribution. Your thoughts, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, time for a quick check on what's going on with sports. Once again, brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly and Cuna. They're open for business. Get in for breakfast. Veteran NFL running back Dalvin Cook and the New York Jets have mutually parted ways heading into the final weekend of play. The Jets are 6-10. and 10. Their season will end Sunday against the Patriots. Cook today will attempt to sign with a team going to the playoffs. The 28-year-old signed a one-year deal with the Jets in August, but this season has only gained 214 yards with no touchdowns. Teams that have so far expressed interest in signing Cook include the Cowboys, Ravens, Dolphins, Browns, and 49ers. The Boise State women's tennis team has a new signee. Her name is Masa Variant. She is from Slovenia and has been in training at the Piatti Tennis Center in Italy. Variant has played in four tournaments as a member of the Slovenian national team. at sports. Casper and Chris on KBOI.com. We are News Talk. KBOS through the last, what, five trading days of the year and the first two trading days of the new year for an official Santa rally, and yesterday screwed that up. Everything was coming together great. Uh, Dow ended up being up, however. NASDAQ was down over 200 points, and unless something crazy happens uh, from what we're seeing in the futures as of right now, uh, Dow is down 158 points. Uh, NASDAQ is down uh, 114 points. It doesn't. It's not looking good for the Santa rally to continue. No, it looks like more of a New Year's hangover at this point. Um, it, bit of a muted start yesterday. The Dow Jones managed to eke out a small gain. We we see really selling pressure taking place on the large technology companies. I mean, Apple has been a bit of a drag, especially yesterday, and a, a bit of a drag on the major indexes today as well after they received a downgrade from Barclays. I mean, shares finished down over 3.5%. Looks like they might open up down close to 1% as well. You know, but we did have some outperformers. You had shares of Moderna uh, finishing up well over 10% yesterday. So I think that's going to be a bit of the case going into the new year. I think you'll, you'll likely see some profit-taking, uh, a little, a bit of rebound 
rebalancing likely into some sectors that were unfavorable for the majority of last year. But okay. again, not the not the uh, optimistic start that I think most investors were hopeful for. I mean, even if you look at the rally that we saw in cryptocurrency, I mean, just to hit on that Bitcoin, I mean, it's down over seven percent in the twi- in the past twenty four hours. It's back below uh, close in, to forty two thousand dollars a token. So it's just a, a lot of activity. Since you bring up cryptocurrency i did want to ask you about one uh specific coin who that went up a staggering 1300 percent yesterday uh whale apparently big investor um bought 4.2 trillion shiba inu tokens yesterday um now, now to, to give that some some light just to, so you know um shiba inu's value went from point zero I'm just point zero 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 eight tenths of a cent to point zero 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 one zero percent. So I mean, it, it's not even worth a penny. It's worth uh, a thousandth of a percent of a penny. Um, but you, somebody jumped in and buying four point two trillion coins yesterday. Yeah, it's it's the lay of the land with cryptocurrency when you get into these meme coins that you know, when it doesn't have to be a tremendous amount, but just with when the value's so low and there's not a lot of activity, you get a big whale that goes in and they essentially move the market. But there's two sides of that coin, no pun intended, because yeah, if you're a holder of Shiba, that Shiba coin or some meme coin, and you do have someone go and do a, a a big move like that, yeah, that you'll see that price appreciation. But then, if you want to capitalize on it, you're assuming that someone's going to be on the other side of that buy, and that you can maintain that price. Number one, and then if that big whale decides to leave, then you're still yeah. left holding the bag. So, again, well, it's it's a, kind of that buyer be warned when it comes to the cryptocurrency space. Part of the thing we didn't talk about is uh, Shiba Inu is way up and. I mean, uh, where it's at right now is is down like ninety percent from its all time high. So I mean, it's it's way down. Well, it, it, and that's kind of the thing you're seeing this kind of renewed optimism, sort of back in in, in the cryptocurrency ecosystem. I mean, majority of the news and the focus is going to be on your bigger players like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Right. But again, if you look back to where the, when these all these coins and these digital assets were at all time highs, we're still a ways a ways away there. So even right. though we're seeing some big activity, some big jumps. I mean, pers- I think perspectives if it is important to keep when you're dealing with this, when these type of uh, investments, if you could call it that. All right. Uh, looking at now, uh, with the stock market open up a few minutes, going to be opening down again across the board. We'll keep an eye on it, get some updates throughout the day. Talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Thanks for listening in. Phone lines open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in, you can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. A couple of uh, emails and text messages on the uh, subjects of the president of Harvard University resigning yesterday. John uh, writes in, "Uh, give Miss Gay a break. She forgot to footnote her plagiarism. Uh, another one uh, in text message, no name on this one, says, People like Claudine Gay cannot admit when they are wrong. When she was addressed about her plagiarism, she said it was not plagiarism. She said it was unattributed, uh, duplicative language. Yeah, that was, that was uh, her, her claim. It was also pointed out, too, that I, it's easier to do that 
to, to duplicate somebody else's thing today yeah. than it was back then. And that's why when some of these allegations took place, you, you didn't have Word. You didn't have computers that could copy and paste. You had to copy it yourself word for word, either by typing it or, or writing it. Mm-hmm. So you knew exactly what you were doing because it took a little planning and a little work to do. And like we said, the, for those of you who, you know, have never plagiarized somebody, I mean, it, it is as simple as just attributing that that quote came from that person, whoever, right. if you got it from their book, Footnotes. if you got it for, yeah, for, for legislature. And by the way, the whole racism thing, too, to me, is, is kind of ridiculous because one of the persons that making the biggest claims uh, of a lot of the stuff that was copied from her is a black woman. And she was very. She was one of the first people to say that she was plagiarized, and complain about it. And she was very upset by it because she said it's her work. Right. Didn't get attributed. So it was not a racial thing. It's just not a racial thing. I get where you'd like to say, "Hey, it's just you know she's the first black." person to ever be named president of Harvard University. It's not, you know, unfortunately, that's mm-hmm. not a good thing. But I don't think this has anything to do with racism, in my personal opinion, because if you did, uh, you could also look at this as the anti-racism right. side of it. If this was a white male, would they have been asked to resign immediately after the congressional hearing? Because the other president it sh- it who shouldn't. was forced to resign yeah. was white. It, it shouldn't make a difference. Shouldn't. No. Uh, in academia, no. Shouldn't at all. I know it does, and it has throughout history. And maybe there are some people, I don't know, maybe there are some people that say, hey, we got to get her out of here, she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. That, that's quite possible. But I don't think in this particular instance, it is a racial issue. Just my opinion. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Let's get phone lines. If you want to get through to participate in the show, 208-336-3700. 1-800-529-5264. You can also uh, email us, chris at kby.com, mike at kby.com, or text, same as our uh, main number. Still taking your predictions. Uh, I know a lot of people may have had the day off yesterday, apparently, because it was a holiday uh, that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you uh, didn't listen in yesterday because you were still on vacation, we're taking your predictions for 2024. A- and it doesn't matter what the predictions are for. It could be national. could be, uh, do you see us getting in a war in, in Iran, for instance, or with China, or anything like that? What do you see with the uh, Ukraine-Russia war? Um, what do you see with interest rates? Uh, anything like that, um, you can make a prediction on. We've got a couple more predictions that have come in. Um, uh, this one, no name on this one, text message says, uh, prediction, I predict Trump will win the 2024 election, but, and it's not a big but, and I cannot lie. <laughs> All right, thanks for quoting the song there. Um, Trump can lose if he insists on focusing on the 2020 election being stolen instead of talking about the future and why he is a better choice uh, than Biden. The Trump fanatics are already making excuses for him losing and will never just accept that the country mm. is at a crossroads and they ha- may have be on the losing side. People want more than victimhood and petty grievances. If Trump stays away from that, I predict that he will be the president in 2024. Have, have you heard very many people say they'd like him to win, but they think he's going to lose? 
all I'm hearing is just optimism. Yeah, main, I, mainly. I, I guess I, I I haven't necessarily heard that either. Mm. Uh, Jan uh, writes in another text message, says, evidence, this is her prediction, evidence will arise on one of Trump's court cases that guilty is the only choice or there is going to be a new Democratic candidate who can beat Trump. That's Jan in Boise. All right, so she she doesn't think Biden can win and think the only way that it's not going to be Trump is that he is either found guilty or another candidate sometime, somewhere, somehow mm-hmm. will enter the race. And, and so far, Biden has not said that's happening. Biden has said he is running for president. So he would have to either b- resign from office or say, hey, mentally I can't accept this or physically I can't accept the challenges, right. uh, my family, I'm, I'm, whatever the reason would be, and then somebody else would jump in. But as, as of right now, there is nobody else to challenge him as, as right. a Democrat. So uh, we'll take more of your predictions. Uh, if you want to continue those coming in, it can be about anything, like I said, gas prices, whatever. Um, a couple more gas stations now are down below $3 a gallon, Flying J um, on Apple. And once again, the only reason that I think Flying J is at two ninety nine now is because of the Albertsons at Apple also being two ninety nine. always one of the lowest prices. I don't know why. Uh, but to stay competitive, you know, if you got somebody selling under $3 a gallon, you're definitely going to see them going there. So I think the Flying J on Apple is the only reason that they've got their prices that low is uh, because of Albertsons doing the same thing. Wow. Now, a if, gas war. Now, if everybody else would do the same, like gas stations on my way home that are still at two twenty six a gallon, if you drop your prices, prices 26 just to stay competitive with Albertsons. Because I need gas today. Guess where I'm going to fill up with gas after I leave the place? Uh, Flying J. Flying J or Albertsons. Albertsons. Either, I think Albertsons. I think I have actually even more. I think I have like uh, 10, 30 cents, something like that off per gallon. We because filled of up all at? the shopping I did. Costco. Costco. See, there's Didn't another one that's under three. Day. And it was under three gallons. Mm-hmm. Or $3 a gallon, right? Time for a uh, final check on sports. Once again, brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go. One of the places that you can get breakfast the entire time. Now, some places cut off breakfast 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. No. You come in at one thirty in the afternoon and you want chicken fried steak for breakfast with eggs, you can get it at Pork Belly and Cuna. The Boise State women's basketball team hosts Nevada tonight at Extra Mile Arena. Tip-off is 6.30. The Broncos are 9-5 and overall, 0-1 in conference, and 7-0 and at home. Boise State opened Mountain West play Saturday, losing to Wyoming 61-47 in Laramie. The Wolfpack is 6-8 and overall and also 0-1 in conference. They lost at home to New Mexico Saturday 69-59. If you saw the Washington-Texas football playoff Monday, also known as the Sugar Bowl, you may have seen the Huskies running back Dylan Johnson being helped off the field in the fourth quarter with what appeared to be a serious foot injury. Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb now says Johnson is expected to play against Michigan Monday night in the national championship game. Grubb says Johnson aggravated an existing foot injury, but x-rays taken at the Superdome were negative for any structural damage. That's sports. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 751, 31 degrees now in uh, downtown Boise, 208-336-3700. That's our uh, main number to get through. Also, our text number. Uh, we have a number of uh, texts coming in. Um, one from Johnny says, I checked 
Then I double-checked, and I absolutely do not care about Harvard and their issue with their president <laughs> whatsoever. Ah, uh, Johnny, of course you care, or mm-hmm. you wouldn't have taken the time to write in about it. Well, by tomorrow, it'll probably be gone from the news. Um, another Damon writes in and said, it isn't plagiarism. Harvard says it is unattributed, duplicative language. Mm-hmm. Clearly not the same. I- if that were true, though, why did she resign? Because it, it wasn't true? Uh, yeah, <laughs> she resigned because it wasn't true. I'm going to, I quit because it's not true. Now, this isn't the only thing, by the way, going on. It, it, this has a lot to do um, because the first calls for her reservation or resignation uh, came after she went in front of Congress. She mm-hmm. refused to say uh, calls for Jewish genocide violated Harvard's code of conduct during the House hearing. That's when the first ones came out. Um, now, also, money talks. The school has faced a uh, major donor revolt since Gay became embattled with billions in gifts uh, at stake. So that could also yeah, it's funny. admittedly have something to it's, do with it. It's funny how a few billion dollars can uh, just make things happen. Yeah. Um, and, and now keep in mind, for those of you who don't know, Harvard University has the largest endowment in the world for their college. Mm-hmm. They currently have a, an endowment of between 50 and $60 billion. So they are well endowed. They're well endowed. And if somebody comes in, and, and even what you don't want to have is a firestorm where you have a few people saying, hey, we're not going to donate. We, we're taking our money back. And, and it's a few million here, a few million there. Man comes up to maybe maybe a billion, $2 billion, which is a lot of money. Mm. Like if you were Boise State University and you lost $2 billion in your endowment, that's a lot of money. For Harvard University, yeah, they'll rec- that's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. They'll recover, but they still don't want to lose that they much don't, money. Well, and the fear also could be that it grows, that more and more people to to where it starts to you be know. a lot of money. So I, I, I think that, begin to fall. Yeah, I, I didn't put that into context. And in that also, in addition to the plagiarism, um, the, the hearing and what she had to say uh, in front of front of Congress, and then you put in the fact that they're possibly losing billions of dollars. That right there could be maybe the final straw that broke the uh, camel's back. But who knows? A couple more predictions in. By the way, uh, we're taking your predictions for 2024. It doesn't matter what you want to predict about. You can do it. And keep in mind, you're right because we'll look back at the end of the year and we'll see if you are wrong. Prediction. You're temporarily right. The number of illegal aliens coming across the southern border will break records every month in 2024. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can look at it and say uh, the last three months of the year, every new, every month set a new record. So as you're going into 2024, we know there are a lot of caravans headed to the southern border right now. It's easy to say that you're going to have, but you, you're predicting that it will be every single month. So that is a big thing. Every month will break a new record, 12 new records in a row. So that's, that's a big prediction. Uh, another prediction for 2024, no name on this one either, says, uh, my prediction is that there will be an election, that some people will be unhappy with the election results, and when it's all said and done, it will probably not be, uh, not be worse than dealing with COVID. <laughs> well, you know, predictions are hard to make, especially about the future. <laughs> uh, another one, uh, massive economic Recalibration is my prediction. Large leap to cryptocurrency as the dominant trading unit in the United States. Mm, I doubt it. Yeah, that that would be if that happened. 
uh, we could look back uh, on you and say, we need to start paying you money on a 1-800-TALK line or set up your internet company because that would be a big prediction if that did come to fruition. Now, I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying these are predictions for 2024. I can see that prediction coming true sometime in the future, but I don't think that's going to happen this year. I could be wrong. I could be eating crow <laughs> the end of the year, which, by the way, I like my crow with a little bit of ketchup and mustard, so you can have it ready if I'm wrong. I probably like mine with anything that kills the taste of crow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Keep them coming in. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can uh, also email Mike at KBY.com and Chris at KBY.com. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour, 8.07, 31 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, by the way, stock market has now been uh, officially open for uh, about uh, 40, 50, 67 minutes. My addition is horrible. 37. 37. Yeah. There you go. 37 okay. minutes. <laughs> You're right. Your addition is pretty horrible. It's bad. That's why uh, we, we have a, a rule on this show. We're not, able, we're not allowed to do math. Uh, Dow is down 145 points as of right now. NASDAQ down 81. S&P is also down this morning. So um, as of right now, it looks like the Santa rally might be over. People taking profits. We talked to Jeremiah Bates. He said a lot of it is profit-taking right now because stock market is up so much over mm-hmm. the last 45 days. You saying that uh, we're not allowed to do math reminded me of, of back in the 70s when the pocket calculators first came out. Uh, my mom would be adding something up. And she'd get a total, uh, she'd be doing it uh, by hand, you know, with paper and pencil. And, uh-huh. and then she wouldn't necessarily trust it, so she'd check it on the calculator. My granddad, about 30 years older than she was, he would do it on the calculator, but then he wouldn't trust that, so he'd check it out <laughs> doing it by hand. Damn technology! Yeah, well, <laughs> in the 70s, that's the way people were like, well, this doesn't work very well. Uh-huh. Remember the... Uh, the, the first digital watches, you had to push a button on them with your other hand. That yeah, was convenient, that, wasn't it? No, not really. <laughs> uh, Jason has written in uh, and says, here's a prediction I got from a doctor last week. Sometime in 2024, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, is expected to approve a form of the drug ecstasy to treat post-traumatic stress disorder. That'll be interesting if you can go to the psych- really? psychiatrist and they prescribe you ecstasy. Ecstasy? Interesting. And that that's not really a prediction. He said a doctor told him that. Well, right? the doctor predicted it. Right. But right, the, the doctor probably... Take, you know, a, take a mental is, note of that. ...is uh, on the inside track here. Um, here's one. And I think this person may be... I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb on this person and say they are the most correct on any prediction that I think will happen. <laughs> I predict there will be a spring, summer, fall, and winter. Hmm. Although... You know, some people well, who are talking about uh, global warming are, are saying there are no more winters if, if anymore. You only, if, you, if you recognize it by the calendar, that's going to be correct. If you recognize <laughs> it only by the weather, it could be messed could be, up. Yeah, occasionally. could be messed up. Um, another comment, no name on this one, uh, text message in at 208-336-3700 on the uh, Claudine Gay resignation says, if I live to be 150, I'll never understand the self-loathing white liberals. 
How else do you explain why the entire board and faculty would so stridently defend a plagiarizing anti-Semite and in the process do so much damage to the reputation and credibility of one of the world's most prestigious universities? What other explanation could there be aside from white liberal guilt and self-loathing? She's not an anti-Semite. No. Now, you know, the, the policy against, you know, it can be troubling, but just because um, she said that Harvard University doesn't have a policy in their code of well, conduct uh, well, and, and, against calling and, and for the genocide of Jews doesn't like we uh, said make the her day, anti-Semite. Right, the, the, like, uh, like we said the day after that, uh, that happened, uh, it probably doesn't say in their code of conduct, it's not written out that you can't call for the uh, mass, yeah. <laughs> mass ex- extermination so, I mean, of, of anybody. Doing is but it's kind truth. of one of those things you don't have to say, you yeah. know? You shouldn't have to, right. Uh, I think it, just the way that all three of them, and it, it was almost when you listen to all three of them answering those questions, it was like they almost all got together and said, all right, this is the way we're going to answer this, which a lot of people now, I think do. that's just the way that college presidents answer things. Like, you think uh, so? Hey, I need a d- definitive answer. Well, we don't do that here. Yeah. Um, if you can make an argument, you can answer anything you want. Dylan uh, writes in, prediction for 2024. Um, you're going to be watching the process of a silent civil war between the states developing into separation. These states are no longer united. Be careful, or not be careful, be thankful for your life in Idaho. You know, every state that's either red or blue is almost half the other color. It's not like if you live in Texas, you're just a Republican. They have lots of Democrats in yeah. Texas. But I, it's it, not like if you live in California, you're just a Democrat. No. They have lots of Republicans in uh But it's not in half California. and half in either of those states. It's I mean, not definitely not half in Idaho. Half well, I mean, half. It's, in most states, uh, even if you're the dominant party, you're not more than 60%. Right. Um, Ron? Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Ron. From Meridian right in. It says, gentlemen, and a great support staff at KBOI, let us all hope we have a better year ahead of us. 2023 had its good and bad moments, as every year does. This is a presidential election year. The slings and arrows will be fast and furious this year on both sides. Both my wife and I missed your local banter and jokes told by the two of you during last week's vacation for you both. I even missed Nate's afternoon show. <laughs> There's a backhanded compliment if I you ever know, heard one. I miss it almost every day. Hope you enjoyed the peace and quiet. Hang on tight as the bull leaves the chute and bring us your brand of news here in the Valley. Bless you both, Mr. and Mrs. Ron from Meridian. All right. Well, Thanks. it's the first time we've heard from Mrs. Ron, I yeah. think. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Ron. Appreciate the uh, nice thoughts. 208 336 3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, we will get to uh, some new laws taking place, uh, some interesting new laws in some different states. But there's also some laws that are going to affect you. And in certain instances, like one of the laws I'm going to be bringing up uh, from the IRS um, on their new rule on reporting payments in Venmo and PayPal transactions, Facebook, um, it's, it's to your advantage. It's not as bad it was as it was first thought it was going to be, but that new rule will take effect in 2024. Those are some of the things we'll be sharing with you coming up after the bottom of the hour news into the next hour. We'll get your thoughts on those. You want to continue to make your predictions? Please do so. Don't go away. When we come back, we've got a $50 gift certificate for Pork Belly in CUNA. For our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. That'll be right after Bronco Sports today.
Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near a question is brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty. Interest rates have dropped about uh, almost one and a half points in the last 45 days. Is it time for you to sell? Is it time for you to buy? They can help you through the process. Looking to find out what your home is worth? They can give you a uh, market analysis, too. And all you have to do is call 208-888-4128. All right. We got uh, first crack at it today. Daniel, you get first crack at our $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly and Cuna. The term EGOT, E-G-O-T, is an acronym for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award. Only 24 people have ever claimed the award. The person who came up with the name EGOT has never won all four awards. Our question for you today, though, is how many of the individual awards has that actor who coined the phrase EGOT been nominated for? I'm going to say 10. You're going to say 10. That's a guess. It's, it's no, it, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not an answer. That's not the answer. Keep keep trying. Good trying. Good try. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Brent, how many individual awards? Emmy, Oscar, Tony, Grammy. As a person that came up with the acronym EGOT, been nominated for how many of the individual awards? I'm going to say eight. Eight. Um, uh, that's another guess. It is incorrect. Keep trying. Max Boise. How many individual awards has the actor that came up with the acronym EGOT been nominated for? Mike, I'm going to go with a big fat zero. It is a big fat zero. (laughs) He came up with the awards name, said he was going to win each one of those awards, not just win them, but within five years. And that person was? Philip Michael oh, Thomas Mike? of yeah. Miami Vice. Exactly. Never was nominated, Not didn't only win an award, never was even nominated for any of the awards. And, I, and the, let's see, the five years was up in 1989. <laughs> uh, it might have been the kiss of death when he said, hey, I'm going to win all five of these awards. I'm going to win at EGOT. And then never even got nominated. Max, congratulations. Hang on the line. We have a $50 gift certificate up for you today. Got to get some information. Uh, Pork Belly and Cuna, don't worry. You didn't get through this morning. We have another chance coming up tomorrow and Friday morning. Stick around. Phone lines back open again. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can email us, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. We will talk about some of the new laws taking effect uh, as of the 1st of January We'll talk about some of them. Some of them don't affect you. They're in different states, uh, unless you travel there. Some will affect you. We'll get to that after news at the bottom of the hour. It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now, back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 836-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Before we get into uh, some of the new laws that uh, take effect this year throughout our nation. Want to hear a couple more predictions? Yeah. Uh, Darren, uh, writing from Eagle, says, I predict that Congress will pass a bill creating a maximum age for president, probably 75. 
I wouldn't count on it. A lot of Congress yeah, is over that's 75. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the average age in the Senate is the highest age it mm-hmm. has ever been in history. Average age of a senator right now is 65. Denny in Nampa says, you've mentioned that Dr. Gay has resigned from Harvard. In fact, she has stepped down as president of Harvard and will remain as a professor. I didn't know that. There she will continue to alter the minds of all the skulls full of mush, Rush Limbaugh. My prediction is that even with all the surveys saying that President Trump is way ahead, the election will be a tight and contested one due to the usual expected antics from the you-know-whos. Happy New Year to you all. Um, And uh, he didn't specify who the you-know-whos were, but I'm going to say candidates. Jeff in Nampa. Because they all do weird things, the closer you get. Jeff in Nampa said, uh, I sent you guys a uh, text back in December telling you it sounded like the college presidents all sounded like they had been advised by a lawyer before their appearance in front of Congress. Turns out they were coached by a law firm. Hmm. One of America's best-known white shoe law firms, Wilmer Hale, was intricately involved uh, this was reported by the New York Times you know, on December 9th. What white shoe is, is pretty much all the lawyers in the firm. Sometimes all of them are either from Harvard or at least an Ivy League school. Right. And, and like I said, if you listen to them, it sounded an awful lot like they were coached because they pretty much mm-hmm. stuck to giving the same exact answers that each of them did. So um, that would stand to reason they had a law firm that was coaching on how to answer in front yeah. of Congress. And I, quite they frankly... probably get a different one. Quite frankly, if I am asked to testify in front of Congress, I'm talking to a lawyer, wouldn't you? Especially if I'm subpoenaed, but they, these yeah. people weren't subpoenaed. They were just asked to testify. I'm still talking to a lawyer. I, I don't going, know. I, how, what, what can I say? What shouldn't I say? Uh, I have no recollection of that. <laughs> exactly. I, I was like that yeah. one. Uh, Lisa in Boise says, I have kind of a weird prediction. I predict the top 20 biggest money-making movies of the year will all be sequels. Have you seen a list of movies set to be released yeah. in the next 12 months? There must be 40 sequels. Okay, I'm going to check this out. Uh, mean Girls the Musical, Dune Part 2, Kung Fu Panda 4, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, Godzilla x Kong the New Empire, Rebel Moon Part 2, The Scar Giver, Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, the Garfield movie, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Ballerina, which is essentially John Wick 5, Inside Out 2, A Quiet Place Day 1, uh, Despicable Me 4, Twisters, with an S, Deadpool 3, Alien 7, Beetlejuice 2, Transformers 1, that's the name, even though it's not the first one, Saw 11, Joker, Folie Adieu, Smile 2, Venom 3, Gladiator 2, Karate Kid 5, The Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rohirrim, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Mufasa the Lion King, Beverly Hills Cop, Axel F., and The Old Guard 2. Let's see, how many is that? Every one of them was. Yeah. Every one you mentioned was a sequel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or or, uh, the sixth in a line or whatever, or a retread. Okay, so there aren't 40, but there are 29. And that's have just, you ever have that's, you ever seen a year with twenty nine sequels? To not that I can remember. A successful movie. I will also say, um, at my age, and I've been really a a big time movie goer mm-hmm. until after COVID hit. Um, but up until COVID, for about two decades, I, my wife and I would go see three, four, sometimes five movies a month. That's in the in good. the movie theaters, so basically once until a week, COVID, yeah, give or take. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes we'd see you know two on a weekend, and I, I can honestly say this last year may be the worst year I ever remember for movies. 
I mean, there were just a handful of movies that I had any interest whatsoever in seeing. Mm -hmm. And then some of the movies, it's like, well, this looks like the best thing. And then go and see it. And it was just horrible. There was just not any good movies that I can point to last year and said, oh, that was fantastic. Now, there is one movie I have not got a chance to see. What's that? And I hear it's it's supposedly supposed to be pretty good, called The Holdovers. It came out towards the end of the year with Paul Giamatti. Um, and, and it may be one of those like traditional Christmas movies in the future mm-hmm. that will be played every year. Um, but uh, I didn't get a chance to see that. My favorite movie last year, I, I have to say, was... Uh, Probably the uh, racing movie based on the uh, race car Gran Turismo. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, that's probably my favorite movie of the entire year. I liked I liked the guy that was the old uh, mechanic, the old driver. Yeah. Uh, just like, eh, this isn't going to work. God, what nah, is his name? He, because he's in one of the other top movies of last year that I saw, Violent Night, mm-hmm. the Christmas movie Violent Night. What is his name? Uh, Harbinger. Uh, yeah. Harbin, uh, yeah, it's not a... It's, it's not a... Um, uh, household name but he's in a lot of stuff he's in a lot of stuff and he's actually a very good uh actor hang on i'll tell you his it, name. Uh, is it dave harbor no it's dave harbor harbor dave, yeah. david harbor but uh, you know, like i said he's, he's not somebody most people have heard of but if you see if his you face see you go, or, oh yeah. that guy yeah. even if even if you hear him acting you will go oh, i know that guy i don't know his name but i he's a great character actor um but yeah last year i'm hoping for a better year this year we're not off to a good start we looked at movies this past weekend thinking, hey, let's go see a movie. We're off work. It's nothing n- nothing out there. Nothing that we can point to and go, you know, I, I saw the, the – I don't get this one. The Color Purple. They did a remake of The Color Purple and made it a musical. Because it's so uplifting? That's what I couldn't figure out. I go, how can you turn The Color Purple into an uplifting musical? Apparently, you know, a lot of people thought that because it absolutely tanked. The one that's either in town right now or going to be or has been. I don't know which, but uh, Six, you know what that's about? Mm-mm. The Six Wives of Henry VIII. Oh, that sounds... Some of whom he killed. That sounds fantastic. Is that a it, musical, it's, too? It's supposed to be really good, yeah. It is. <laughs> the people wow. trying to sell tickets tell me it's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is one thing I will look. I will look at Rotten Tomatoes rankings, and not from the critics. I will look at actual, you know, people like me who have seen the movie and mm. can tell me I used whether to, or not it's any good. I used to uh, read uh, Roger Ebert just like every week. I mean, just you know, I did I you had, read I had him to. or watch? Did you watch his show every week? No, I, I used to I, watch his I, show. Every I read. Week you too. can get it in the Chicago Sun Times. Yeah, uh, but he died. And I have not found a single movie critic that I like to follow since then. What, what was the show? It was Roger Ebert and the other guy from the... Uh, Gene Siskel. Gene Siskel. And he was from the Chicago Ebert. Tribune, yeah. yeah. Well, and they started out with a show called Sneak Previews on uh, That's what PBS, I used to watch, yeah. and, then it, and then it was so popular that they, uh, they syndicated it and called it At the Movies. And it was pretty funny that uh, when they first got together, they hated each other. Uh, they always hated each other. Well, they actually well, they, they they were, became respectful, and they did yeah, they were, event, eventually they were, have a, a mutual like and respect for the work that they each and did. I have to tell you that I understand this fully. Uh, they were best friends and couldn't stand one another. <laughs> it was pretty funny to hear some of the arguments they would get into over a movie, because I, I can remember seeing and watching us and saying, yeah. it's just a movie. What are you guys arguing over? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Gene, Gene Siskel thought Babe Pig in the City was the best movie of that decade. It was a pretty good movie. 
No, 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 the original Babe. Not, 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 not Babe Pig in the City. The original. Oh, he liked Pig in the City. Oh, yeah. The, Pig in the City wasn't that great. The original Babe was actually pretty good. Um, we'll take a break here. Uh, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on Verizon Wireless. When we come back, I'm going to talk about some of the new laws taking effect. It is January. A bunch of new laws take effect every year at this time. Um, laws having to do with pornography, taxes, even fuzzy dice in your rearview mirror. And all three together. And um, illegal immigrants. We got, we got some new laws for illegals in this country, and they're uh, actually going to be able to have uh, free health insurance. I thought you were going to say fuzzy dice. <laughs> they, they may already have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about some of those on the way. Uh, phone line's open. Also, you can email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 850-208-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I was doing so great while we were on vacation. Look at the stock market every day. Think, hey, I've got money to spend on uh, Christmas, and now I wish I wouldn't have spent that money on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Dow is down uh, nearly 300 points as of this morning. So as of right now, uh, the Santa rally is uh, officially over um, because uh, they do the Santa rallies yeah. considered seven straight days of up days in the stock market, last five trading days of uh, whatever year it is, and the first new two <laughs> days of trading in the new year. Yesterday, uh, the Dow was up, the other indexes were down, and today everything is uh, down in, like I said, almost yeah. 300 points on the uh, Dow. Um, got some uh, new law. Oh, first, before I get to that, got a text message in. Um, did not hear. This is from uh, John. Says, I did not hear if you saw bots on the boat. I think you meant to say boys on the boat because I did not see bots on the boat. I did, however, see boys on the boat. Um, he's, he, John says he thinks it's the best movie yet. Book is even better. Um, the movie was okay. Um, I love sports movies. Um, I would not put it in my top 10 of sports movies. A lot of things I didn't realize. Um, you know, uh, about that movie, and it took place at the University of Washington. Um, I didn't know the University of Washington took a, a team that year to the uh, Olympics, and I'm not going to ruin any of the uh, movie for you. Um, but it was it was a good movie. I, I liked it. It was entertaining. I, I wouldn't put it in my top ten of favorite sports movies, however. Hmm. Somebody, somebody else, by the way, who appeared in the movie. Once again, not going to uh, ruin it for you. Who was at the Olympics? The same year that these guys uh, were trying to go to the Olympics, there was a movie about that person that I thought was better than this movie. Okay. All right. So, But I don't want to ruin any of it for yeah. you, so I'm not going to ruin it. But uh, Dave of Garden City says, I predict KBOI will have a new charity fundraiser benefiting Toys for Tots. The fundraiser will be a cage match between Casper and Shellman. <laughs> no, it won't, because I know Nate Shellman well enough to know that he will not fight fairly. He, he will not do an actual cage match because the first thing he will do when we get in there is he'll go for my hair. I know him. I know him. He'll go for my hair. I'll have to protect my hair, and I'll, I'll end up losing the cage match. It's a good prediction, but it's not going to happen because I know Nate Shellman will cheat. Richard says, we saw two movies this weekend, Migration, No Woke, Family Friendly, Cute Story, Wonka, No Woke, Family Friendly, and most of the previews were movies that weren't based on woke and inviting families. I hope it is a trend that continues. Wonka, another sequel. Inviting sounds positive, doesn't it? Just by the nature of the word. Yeah. Actually, uh, Wonka would be, I guess, a prequel. 
instead of a sequel. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think it's a prequel. Some of the new laws uh, taking place. Uh, th- some of these you're going to like. Some of them will not affect you at all because you don't live in the state that have these new laws. I'm just bringing them up because they are interesting. Mm-hmm. One that you will be interested in, the uh, Internal Revenue Service has dramatically scaled back its plan. Now, we talked about this last year and, and how stupid and ridiculous we thought this was. Um, they've scaled back their plan to require e-commerce and playmas- payment-, payment platforms, which include PayPal, Venmo, Etsy, Facebook Pay, to start sending out tax forms to customers who have more than $600 in transactions per year. Hmm. Which, if, if you use any of those, you probably have more than $600 in transactions. <laughs> I mean, this means everybody, basically. Probably, yeah. So um, the threshold previously, as you may or may not know, was 200 transactions in a year that totaled under $20,000. So you can see that's a pretty big difference mm-hmm. going from $20,000 in transactions where they're required to send out a tax form to you and to the IRS showing how many times that you had used it, plus it had to be $20,000 and, not or, $20,000 and a minimum of the 200 different transactions yeah the new threshold which will take effect not this year but beginning in 2025 now uh, i say not this year because the the tax year is at the end of the year right Mm -hmm. so under the new level the new threshold will be five thousand dollars in payments this year for goods and services uh more general level that casual online sellers worried about potential irs scrutiny will not have to uh worry about Unless, of course, you um, sold your Taylor Swift tickets. I mean, there are people that are selling their Taylor Swift tickets for over $5,000. You can can get fairly rich. Now, keep in mind, even though you're not getting the tax form, and and it's a 1099K tax form, um, you're still supposed to pay taxes on any profits that you make. And this is true. So you're still, if you make, if you make $4,500 in profit, you're so, you're still supposed to, by get, law, pay I didn't taxes. Get a, I didn't get a 1099. Yeah. But. So you weren't aware that you made money? No, I was. The companies will not require <laughs> the 1099 forms to be sent to you, and they will not send the forms to the IRS, and that's how they check on you. If the, if the IRS gets your 1099 and you haven't claimed what is owed then you're probably going to get a phone call or a knock on the door or a certified letter saying you owe this much in taxes and fines because you didn't pay them mm-hmm. there's a new federal uh, law that takes place beginning january 1st that will make car buying a lot less expensive for some of you and this is a federal law we'll get to that some of the other laws that we'll talk about don't have to worry about this one but it is kind of uh, interesting a new florida law where they will not allow discussions in school of menstruation or periods with students in first through fifth grades. They called it the no period law. Hmm. You know, I had that no gay law. You can still talk about it. Don't say gay. Like punctuation, though. Yeah, yeah. Punctuation is fine. Menstruation and periods, not not so fine. Can you wear a period costume? Um, No. 
That's also verboten. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. First of the year, always first of the year, uh, a bunch of new laws begin to take effect. So a lot of these laws uh, went into effect on the 1st of January. Some effects... Us, as we mentioned, the uh, new IRS rule and reporting people who use Venmo, PayPal, Etsy, Facebook Pay. Um, new rule will take effect this year that uh, instead of where it currently was uh, at $20,000 in uh, payments that you would be required to get a uh, IRS form sent to you and the IRS saying that you had that many uh, that many payments um, that has changed now the original was going to be six hundred dollars which pretty much if you use any one of those payment opportunities uh, that's almost a threshold for almost everyone I easily I don't know about anybody else uh, I easily have, have spent that much through PayPal either Venmo mostly is what I use it for but that new limit now is going to be five thousand dollars so beginning at the end of this year, you have all this year, if you use any one of those more than $5,000, you can expect a 1099K that will be sent to you, that you uh, have to work into your taxes, and it will also be sent to the IRS. you got to make sure that you do claim the money that you've made and show that either it wasn't a profit <laughs> Um, that you have uh, expenses to go against it, or you're going to have to pay the uh, regular income. It, it's just regular income tax. Can you bounce from Venmo to PayPal at forty nine ninety um, nine? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know if I'm guessing it's going to have to be one or the other because it's going to be hard to keep cumulative. They would have to get cumulative numbers between all of them cooperating, which isn't going to happen. So if you're going to pay and you want to keep that threshold between below. $5,000, you, you pay some with Venmo, you pay some on PayPal, you, you, you spend some on, you know, uh, Facebook Pay, whatever. And I think then, then you'll be fine. Some other new laws uh, that take effect. Fuzzy dice, finally. You're free to dangle your fuzzy dice if you live in Illinois. Starting Monday, police were no longer allowed to pull you over solely because you have something hanging in your rearview mirror. Now, it's not just fuzzy dice. You, it could have been anything. It could have been, you know, your your high school. Do they still have high school keys that they hand out? You remember oh, those no. you got on a necklace? Oh, yeah. Uh, air fresheners, parking uh, place cards, placards, anything. You were fair game to be pulled over by police. It was illegal to have those on. Does size matter? Doesn't matter the size. You just were not allowed to have anything hanging from your rearview mirror. So the original Illinois windshield law was meant to improve roadway safety. But over the years, it had become an excuse to pull over drivers without really having a reason to pull over the driver, which, by the way, is against the Constitution. And they were pulling people over and searching their cars just because they had fuzzy dice hanging from their rearview mirror. With this new law uh, sending a powerful message, the state does not tolerate racial profiling or other forms of discrimination. And according to one of the uh, senators, Christopher Belt, and one of the bill sponsor. Minnesota law will allow authorities to ask courts for extreme risk protection orders. What does that mean? 
That means that Minnesota will now start taking away your guns from people they deem to be an imminent threat to others or themselves. It's basically a red flag law. By the way, Minnesota will be the 20th state of our 50 states to have a red flag law. New Connecticut law requires online dating operators to adopt policies for handling harassment reports by or between other users. That's probably a good law, right? Yeah. Not all these are good. This one's probably a good one. North Carolina law will require pornographic website operators to confirm that people using their pornographic websites are at least 18 years old by using a commercially available database. The law lets parents sue companies if they find out their children were ever allowed access to any of the pornography that might be showed on any of the websites. I like the proof because you used to be able to just say, yeah, I'm 18. I mean, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Another new Illinois law, by the way, will allow lawsuits from victims of deep fake pornography. All right. This is going to be, I, I personally predict this is probably going to be eventually adopted by all 50 states. It has to be because uh, of what is going on now. And this is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because of people right now using artificial intelligence. This is an artificial, if you don't know what a deep fake is, um, this is artificial intelligence that will take, for instance, we've, we've seen complaints of girls in high school, for instance, who have their faces using technology, AI technology, put on the bodies of other pornographic actors. And it looks like that person is, for all intents and purposes, in a pornographic video. You can't tell. It's so well done, you can't tell the difference. But in Illinois, um, you can now sue the people that are putting those out. Up until now, there was no law that you couldn't do it because it, it, in all, it's not real. I mean, so what, what law would basically you be breaking if I took Derek's picture and put it on John Holmes's body? Well, I'll tell you something right now. <laughs> people, mean, people would know. <laughs> yeah, uh, people would know. People who know you would know. But, I mean, you're not really breaking a law, right? Because Just because you used your picture... On somebody yeah. else's body, it's not against law. But I, this is tell? this I is my to... prediction. This is my prediction that it, eventually, all fifty states, or this will be a federal law, that somehow you can sue a company that or sue somebody who does do that because it's it's just wrong. I I get it, but how do you prove it? Right? You know, I mean, you have to have like a birthmark or, or something. To... Um, I, mean, I, I, I I think you would pretty much know if you've appeared in a porno before. Well, you... <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? How do you how do you well, know? There's oh, look! Cameras. I accidentally appeared in a porno. <laughs> well, I don't even that, remember being there, there that are day. Hidden cameras in Airbnbs <laughs> and that kind of thing. I mean, look at aren't there. Okay, think of your. Let's put it this way. Think of your own body. If your wife saw okay. your body and couldn't see your face, do you not think she could pick you out of a lineup? Oh, she could. For okay, sure, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, there's proof. Easy proof. <laughs> um, in uh, our state. There are new bans on access for minors to puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgery. 
Now, these uh, all began January 1st in Idaho, Louisiana, and West Virginia. West Virginia law contains an exception. Teens could still access treatment with parental, uh, with parental consent and a diagnosis of severe gender dysphoria from at least two different doctors. So they can still get their access to puberty blockers. They can have hormone therapy. They can surgery. They can be medically castrated. Um, in West Virginia, as long as the parents agree, and they have two different doctors that say that there is severe gender dysphoria. Uh, in Colorado, new buildings, wholly or partly owned by government entities, are now required to have on every floor of their building where there are public restrooms at least one restroom that does not specify the gender of the users. They can have more. They can't have less. They have to have at least one gender non-specific bathroom. Who knew gender uh, bathrooms uh, had genders? Indiana law taking effects makes it easier for parents and others to challenge books in school libraries. By contrast, a new Illinois law would block state funding for public libraries that ban or restrict books. This has been a big story in 2023. Will it continue in 2024? Somebody can make a prediction on that, right? Uh, more than 20 states are going to raise, uh, not going to, they did raise minimum wage on January 1st for workers, further widening the gap between state requirements and the federal minimum, which has been uh, at $7.25 an hour since July of 2009. Several states, the new minimum wage will more than double that rate. Maryland's minimum wage set January 1st, $15 an hour. New Jersey, $15.13 an hour. What? What's the 13 cents? I don't get that. $15.13. That's, that's the result of a negotiation. <laughs> In Connecticut, $15.69 per hour. New York City, $16 an hour. Though it will be $15 in most of the rest of the state. New York City will see it rise to 16 or has seen it rise to 16 uh, California, statewide minimum wage on January 1st rose to $16 per hour. And in Washington, the minimum rate will be sixteen twenty-eight. In Kansas, why can't we live in Kansas? Sales tax on groceries dropped from 4% to 2%. You like sunflower seeds? I love sunflower seeds. Oh, then you should live in Kansas. I love sunflower Dill pickle sunflower seeds are the best. I like barbecue sauce. Debbie used to live in Kansas. 4% to 2%. Uh, it's the next step toward eventual elimination in Kansas, producing a savings of $208 annually for a family spending an average of $200 weekly on grocery groceries. Alabama will exempt overtime pay for the state's income tax. That's interesting. So you get paid overtime pay in the, the state. You, you pay income tax on your regular pay. But like uh, my son, for instance, yeah. uh, I, he went home uh, early. He didn't have to if he didn't want to, but he went home uh, to the Tri-Cities. He was here through the holidays to work New Year's, so he could be home in time to work New Year's oh, Eve yeah. and New Year's. Does and he get double time or time and a half? He gets or? $800 for every holiday he works, extra on top of the money he makes per day. So, he makes about $200 per day, so he makes four times the amount, and I go, okay, I get it. If that were me, and I got an extra $1,600 for working two shifts, I'd be headed home early myself. 
But he, and in this particular case, if, if he if he lived in Alabama, he wouldn't have to pay interest rates on that sixteen hundred bucks. He'll probably write his congressman at some point and say, "Could we get some more national holidays?" <laughs> Uh, we do have some uh, interesting, crazy laws. Won't affect us, but they are, um, shall I pray, uh, interesting. They're interesting laws um, that we'll uh, talk about. One is in California. The other is in Florida. And we also have a new federal law that took effect on January 1st that will make car buying uh, less expensive. If you're looking for a new car this year, we'll explain that one to you coming up. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 921-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, you can also uh, email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Uh, another prediction here, Joe predicts for 2024, Trump will be convicted and becomes a felon. He uh, will win the GOP nomination and then goes on to win the presidency as a felon. Trump then pardons himself. The United States becomes an emerging authoritarian country, which starts the beginning of the end of democracy. All of this because we have a segment of the population that will choose authoritarianism over democracy. What an awful end to a beautiful 250 years of uh, democracy. That's, that's Joe's prediction. That's um, fairly detailed, isn't it? Yeah. Curtis uh, wrote in, by the way, based on a discussion we had a little bit ago, he says, everybody knows David Harbour from Stranger Things. I yeah, would hope they do. there's another one, yeah. I have never actually watched Stranger Things. I, I have watched the first four episodes, trying to get into yeah. it. Um, it was kind of okay, and but then he, I, after the fourth episode, I'm going, okay, now this is getting weird. But he was good in Gran Turismo. Yeah. He's a good actor. I love him. Uh, I love him as an actor. He, he's, he's a very good actor. Um he was in the uh, very first, uh, what's the Denzel Washington? Um, oh, uh, uh, Equalizer. Equalizer. He was in the very first Equalizer as a bad cop, and he was a very good actor in, in, he's, in he's, that, too. He's a good bad cop. Yeah. Um, you know how you, you act like a bad cop? You act like a good cop. <laughs> because the bad cops act like good cops. New laws, talking about that, that went in fact uh, January 1st, new Florida law. House Bill 1609 uh, has taken effect. The legislation limits K-12 through classroom instruction on various topics like reproductive health and gender identity, prohibits schools from enforcing policies requiring the usage of individuals' preferred pronouns, and extends classroom material-challenging powers for parents. Um, Also dubbed as the don't-say-period law, the legislation bars instruction of human sexuality Sexually transmitted diseases and other related subjects, including menstruation, before sixth grade. Sixth through twelfth grade, you can teach about it, you can talk about it. I I looked it up. You can't even put on a play there if they have period costumes. (laughs) Don't encourage him. To comply with the law, school nurses will call a child's parents... If a student below sixth grade arrives at the nurse's office with questions about topics like menstruation, hmm. school staff is going to be limited as to sharing expertise with those girls who may need it. There's hopes from some of the experts that HB 16 or 1069 inspires parents to initiate conversations about menstruation with children. However, some school officials say it will most likely elicit conflict between Florida parents and schools. But then again, what doesn't? Yeah. 
When, uh, I, I guess, I mean, I had one girl, and I didn't handle that. My uh, wife did. When do girls start menstruating? Do they start menstruating fourth and fifth grade? Some do. Some do? Well, all I, can, I can only speak for Carrie from the movie. She was in, she was, she, in was a, she was about 16. Yeah. yeah, she was in, I think she was a senior in high school. So oh, she would have been 17, 17? Yeah, she okay. been 17, 18 years old. See, and I don't have a problem. I, I, I guess as a parent, I would want to know if that conversation is going on because I would want to have it with my kids and not somebody else. But that's me. Yeah. Other people would, and I know there are a lot of parents who would not want to have that conversation and would be perfectly fine with somebody else having that conversation with their children instead of them. <laughs> This is true. Yeah. Um, we'll take a break. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in, we're still taking your predictions, by the way. For 2024, you can predict on anything that you want. We'll take your phone calls and your thoughts on some of these new laws. We have a couple new laws uh, we still need to share with you, including a new law that took effect on uh, January 1st in uh, California that could be causing more problems with illegal immigrants streaming across the border. We'll tell you about that when we come back after news at the bottom of the hour. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. 932-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Lee in uh, Meridian, listening on 670 AM this morning. Uh, You have a prediction for 2024 for us? Yeah, my prediction is that uh, Kamala, everybody knows Biden's polling terribly. And um, the Democrats don't want Kamala to take his place either because she polls about as bad or worse. And yet they really don't have another person that could step up and fill the gap. Um, even Gavin Newsom's, I mean, his his uh, polling isn't great, and his debate with DeSantis was not very good. Yeah, but California is really in to, such great shape. Yeah, there's really nobody to fill that gap, and so, you know, in my opinion, and I think there's there's more behind this. I, I gathered this from some other things, but I won't go there. But um, if you look at the extremes that they've gone to get rid of Trump. And really, none of them are working. Uh, in fact, he's gaining popularity as more things become exposed from what they've been doing over the past number of years. I think what they're going to do is they're going to push out push out Kamala, and then Barack Obama would become the vice president going into the election, which mm. will tip, tip the scales. That is such and, a devious, devious prediction. Well, what else would you expect? <laughs> uh, however, however, I can tell you why they won't do that if Barack Obama becomes the vice president and then uh, because of a death he has to become president. He can't because he's already su- served two full terms, so it would then fall to the Speaker of the House, Mike, not, not uh, correct. Mike Johnson. Not, here's, why. here's why that's not correct. There's a loophole there. It says he can't be elected. Um, if you remember when Nixon stepped down, Gerald Ford took his place. Gerald Ford filling the, the remaining space of Nixon wouldn't have negated his ability to be elected to two terms after oh, that. That's true. Now, obviously, now obviously he didn't run for the second term, 
but um, he wouldn't he, he would have been able to. And I think there's a loophole if you go in the opposite direction as well. And interesting, they, they've interesting they've and devious. It. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's actually two scriptures that that actually pointed me to this, and I won't go there, but they're very very convincing. All right. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, when you make a prediction, it's correct until it's, you know, proven wrong. So we'll look back at the end of the year. Well, we don't have to wait till the end of the year. We just have to wait till November. I think you'll, you'll know by May. You think you'll know by, by May? Yeah, he's going to have to be on the ticket by May going into the primaries. Well, he do, I mean, legally, he doesn't have to. He, yeah, they can, yeah, they can. I mean, he can wait to to replace his vice presidential candidate right up until election. Yeah, I don't think it'll take that long. All right. Well, we'll we'll find out, Lee. Thanks to your prediction, that's uh, one of the more out there predictions. Uh, but like I said, uh, the, your prediction is a hundred percent correct until it's proven wrong, right? So I guess we will uh, wait and see on that one. That's interesting. Never even really thought about that one. I would be interested to know. If that loophole does work in reverse the way he says. I just checked it out with the uh, University of Georgia School of Law, and Lee was right. Really? Yeah, uh, because it's never happened before, so they haven't really ruled on it. But as it stands right now, if you are a former two-term president, you can be elected vice president, and you can succeed. So son he was right, I was wrong. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we may have just given... An idea that, because I hadn't heard this idea floated at all. Can we get this? Make sure this does not show up on the podcast. I don't I want this idea oh, no, I can, being I can floated tell you, out about. I can tell you, though, with the luck of the Democratic Party, even if they did that, Joe Biden would live to be 130. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another law takes, uh, uh, took effect on January 1st in California. California, officially, here's my other prediction, California won't be the only state to do this. Uh, California officially became the first state to offer free health insurance to all illegal immigrants. Over 700,000 adults between the ages of 26 and 49 become eligible as of January 1st. All illegal immigrants, regardless of age, will qualify for Medi-Cal, California's version of federal Medicaid program for people with low incomes. Previously, undocumented uh, immigrants yeah. were not qualified because to receive uh, health ins- free health insurance. Because if you sign up for it, you are then documented. Except you're still not really documented. Well, you are, though, because the government knows who you are now. Well, they know who you are, but you're, not, you're still an illegal. You haven't been legally allowed into the country as of yet until you go through process, have your hearing, which, by the way, we're hearing now could be as far as seven, eight years out of mm-hmm. some of the people that are coming into the country right Last now. Last I had heard was five, but yeah, I'm not, I was, I'm not 20, surprised that it's Some of them are right getting uh, dates for 2031, which is going to be crazy because there are some people predicting that in 2031, our country won't even exist anymore. Oh, the land will be here. <laughs> New might federal, look like a might look like a Mad Max movie, but it'll be here. <laughs> if uh, if you had put off purchasing a vehicle, could be a little less expensive for you this year. New federal rule went into effect on uh, January first, and I'm all in favor of this one. Uh, federal Trade Commission finalized the new rule called combating 
auto retail scams, which fights illegal tactics such as hidden fees and bait and switch tactics that consumers often battle when trying to purchase a new vehicle. Uh, takes effect this year. The cars rule will prohibit exploitive junk fees in the car buying process, saving people time and money and protecting honest dealers. Bait and switch tactic is a form of false advertising. For example, a car dealer can bait a customer by advertising a vehicle at a very, very low price. Once the customer is hooked on that vehicle, the dealer then comes back and says, oh, we just sold the last vehicle. We don't have that one. We do have this one. It's a little more expensive. Car rules ban dealers from using that tactic. If they do offer another vehicle and say that vehicle is gone, that new vehicle has to be offered at the exact same price that the previous vehicle was offered, even if it has now, can upgrades. They, can they still do that at electronic stores? For cars, yeah. Boss leaders? Yeah. For cars, you can't do it at a, if they're selling cars at... Uh, no, I'm not talking about cars, just like stereo equipment and things like that. Oh, maybe you miss it. This is about car dealers... So it's specifically for car dealers, not okay. anybody else. So it doesn't translate. No. All right, then. New rule also gives car shoppers relief from excessive and unnecessary add-ons that result in additional fees embedded into their auto purchasing agreements. Those include warranty programs that duplicate a manufacturer's warranty, service contracts, or oil changes on an electric vehicle. By the way, you don't have to have an oil change in an electric vehicle. Gap agreements. You see a lot of, you get offered, I don't know if the last time you guys have purchased a car, when they, hey, would you like to buy gap insurance? It's basically useless, but it cost you six, $700. Um, oh, I thought that was like something that Michael Strahan had. Undercoating? You got to get undercoating. We live in a place that they sand the roads, and you have to have that undercoating for $700 or your car is going to rust. Fargo. Undercoating is useless. Okay, so tell you what, we can give you that undercoating for just an extra ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. I don't want the undercoating. <laughs> well, it, it's good to have. You really need that undercoating. Um, tell, you, tell you what, we'll take a hundred dollars off that, and you can have the undercoating for just nine hundred. Auto uh, software and audio subscription services on a vehicle that cannot support the software or subscription, but you're paying for it anyway. Yeah, I'd love to have that. Hey, I bought this. Yeah, your vehicle doesn't support that. Sorry. I want a Sirius XM in my 59 Buick. Exactly. Uh, I, I paid for it. Yeah, but your Buick doesn't have uh, yeah. Sirius XM. If you had it, it would work. According to this, you don't even have an AM radio. Overall, the car's rule is expected to save consumers $3.4 billion a year, as well as not one person, by the each, way. That's I was all. Say, yeah. Each, because that would have been cool. As well as 72 million hours that is spent each year on uh, car buying. Mm. This, is, this is not a bad rule unless of course you're a bad dealer you're probably not going to like this rule because some of them could cost you money if you offer um i mean there's going to be fines based on this but you know offering like the bait and switch thing i I got uh, a good password you can use you just come up with a phrase no one's ever said and the one i just came up with was extra fees cool (laughs) (laughs) that actually is a good that is a good password Nobody would guess it that. actually was. I was really upset on uh, January uh, or December thirty first because everybody was posting, "Hey, this is a great day." One two three one two three. Yeah, and, and I'm like, "Gosh, dang it! Who in the heck guessed my password again?" <laughs> now I got to change everything. A lot of people got married New Year's Eve because of because the date. of the one two three one two three. I, yeah, I, I knew a guy who got married on Groundhog Day in two thousand two because it was o two o two o two. And then he got divorced, I think, on 030302. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that yeah. wasn't quite as well planned. <laughs> 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your uh, Verizon wireless. Uh, Celeste writes in, how will they be able to differentiate between purchases uh, when I reimburse someone for a shared meal, donations, or sending dollars uh, uh-huh. to my kids? Venmo questions. Yeah. Um, basically, you're, you're the one that's going to have to say, here, here this wasn't you know, a profit taking thing i didn't make a profit on this you can i sent sending money you're not going to get a yeah. four you're not going to get a 1099 for sending money it's only if you're going to be receiving yeah. some of those um i think venmo is one of them some of them you can set it to where it keeps track of everything for you for tax purposes yeah now keep in mind once again this isn't i know it's a new law but it's not really a new rule if you make a thousand dollars in profit, you're still the IRS still expects you to report that profit. Now, do people do that? No. Why? Because they don't have to prove it because there's no forms that are filled out and yeah. sent to the IRS. Because so, something in their brain says, "Hey, if I get away with this, I'll have <laughs> yes. more money." It's hard for it would be hard for the IRS to prove um, that you made money through PayPal. Facebook pay, whatever you use. However, if you start getting 1099 forms based on that, then the IRS isn't even going to ask you about it. They're just going to say, hey, you still owe us for this money. Mm. Here's what you owe us, and here's the fine because you didn't pay it on time. We had somebody else ask, is it going to be something that you have to do cumulatively, or is each separate pay subscription going to be sending 1099s and I, I we had said i think it's going to be separately um steve wrote in venmo is owned by paypal yeah that's true they so are. if venmo and paypal you'll probably get it cumulative between those two you're probably right so um split it up between venmo um etsy apple uh, pay maybe? apple pay um, Google Pay, any, any, if you split it up those ways, maybe you wouldn't get a 1099. But keep in mind, once again, that's still illegal. You're still, according to IRS law, supposed to report all your income so that you can pay, you know, like Chris and I, and I'm sure uh-huh. Derek does, we all pay our fair share. You know, we, we don't try to skirt the law or, you know, find the loopholes because we're American citizens and we believe in paying our full and 100% share of our taxes. Yeah, there's some really good stuff here. I mean, we should, we should, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just trying to go See, wrong, now that, but. that you can keep on the podcast. So when the, when the government is listening, we don't want to give them good ideas, but we want to, we want to say that we're following the law. Keep oh, that on the podcast. You've got it. KBY News Time, 945. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Another prediction. This is uh, Glenn in uh, Meridian. Gets us on uh, text this morning at 208-336-3700. Boise State men's basketball will win its first ever NCAA tournament game this year. Oh, I hope that's right. I hope that's right. Uh, it's, it's, I, it's a tough uh, uh, Mountain West this year, so it's going to be tough just to get into the tournament. I mean, Boise State gets to play uh, one of the toughest teams next what? next week. Utah State's like fourteen and one, right? Colorado and State. Colorado State is like something like thirteen and thirteen two. and one. Oh, they're they're thirteen ranked fifteenth in the nation, wow. and they beat New Mexico at New Mexico. Who, by the way, also New Mexico was thirteen and thirteen one. and one, right? And they beat. New Mexico at the pit, and it wasn't a close game. 
Colorado State's going to be good this year, and uh, we're going to find out if uh, Boise State. Now, Colorado State, Boise State beat St. Mary's, and then mm-hmm. a week later, St. Mary's went in and beat Colorado uh, State at Colorado State. Um, so I, I don't know if you can take anything from that, but from Colorado that, State sh- seems pretty good. From that, we shouldn't even have to play them. We should I, just say, I, hey, I just look take at this. the win. Yeah. St. Mary's did Let's, it for us. I would like that. I would just like to take the win because this is one of those things, and Bob Beeler talked about this uh, yesterday, um, and this was true also last mm-hmm. year. You have to win your home games. If you lose uh, a home game against somebody you're playing twice and you lose that first game at home, um, it's just going to be so hard. Like, for instance, if they, they're playing Colorado State at home next week. If you lose that home game, it's going to be so hard to go into Colorado State and get that game back to be even against that just that one team. We've got some good quotes about taxes. A fine is a tax for doing something wrong. A tax is a fine for doing something right. <laughs> oh, my God, that is a person, so true. A person doesn't know how much he has to be thankful for until he has to pay taxes on it. <laughs> People who complain about taxes can be divided into two classes, men and women. <laughs> the best things in life are free, but sooner or later the government will find a way to tax them. I mean, that... Oh, Arthur Godfrey said, I'm proud to pay taxes in the U.S. The only thing is, I could be just as proud for half the money. I could be just as proud for a quarter of the money. It does, yeah, it was still funniest when he said it. I, it does seem, I mean, when, when you look at taxes, you get taxed on all the money you make. Mm-hmm. And then you get taxed again on all the money that you use to purchase things. And then in some instances, you get taxed again on the money that you've made, on the taxes that you've used mm-hmm. to purchase some of those items. Uh, you get taxed again just to own those items. I've always loved, uh, it's a state thing, but how you get taxed on your uh, tax uh, refund? Yeah. <laughs> you paid too much taxes. I'm sorry. In what way was <laughs> my tax no refund sense. additional income? Yes. That makes that's the dumbest thing ever. Thank you for pointing that out. Oh, no problem. I paid too much in taxes, so I got my own money back and got taxed on. And it. now I have to pay money on the tax money that I was got I, back and I wouldn't I, have had to pay had I not right. overpaid. Was I already taxed on that money? Yes, yes, yes I was. Uh, Bavard said every culture has some ritual for joining two people together and making them stay that way. Ours is giving tax breaks. True. Married people are taxed at a lower rate than single people. Mm. I've even thought, you know, when it, when it comes thinking into the, the future, you know, when a couple gets, say, they're still alive, they're still together, they're in their 70s, they're retired, they're in their 70s or 80s, it literally, I know it would be a pain, but it would literally make you money by getting divorced and just living together. Chris Rock says, you don't pay taxes, they take taxes. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, there's something wrong if you look at something and you make more money from something if you just get divorced. If you get divorced, you are richer. And by the way, not, not just because of taxes, you look at Social Security. If you get divorced, you get your own Social Security. Social Security, if you're married right now, you get your Social Security and your spouse gets half of what your Social Security is. 
They don't get their, even if they've paid in the same amount as you, they don't get their full amount of Social Security because you're married. If you get divorced, you each get the full amount of Social Security. So at 65, when you retire, you're better off getting divorced just for the Social Security aspect. It's just stupid. I'm going to start practicing the line. You can't prove that. (laughs) (laughs) So... If you see my wife and I in the uh, when we get in our sixties and seventies uh, divorced, and you wonder why we're still living together, there you go. Mm-hmm. Now you'll know because you're still paying, you know, the rent or house payments for one person, but your your taxes and your social security um, are a here's, lot less. Here's one more taxation without representation. Hey, taxation with representation ain't so hot. No. Thanks for the phone calls and uh, emails. If you want to get your predictions, keep them coming in. You can email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. One we didn't get to today, but I do want to talk about it because it's kind of in its own category. Uh, IRS won't require dealers to verify buyer's income before applying for a $7,500 EV credit this year as uh, the credits have changed somewhat. We'll talk about that coming up tomorrow morning.